0: i have it it's right next to me here's perfect oh crinkle the wrapping
1: Ooh, paper. it sounds it sounds fancy
0: yeah it has a snowman on it and a baby deer or something
1: yeah that's my parents wrapping paper i didn't buy that wrapping paper. <laughs> i always ship all the gifts to my parents and then wrap everything all with right. their wrapping paper and then everything's like under the tree with their wrapping paper which is a little weird
0: Howdy, it's Thursday, January 13th, 2022, and this is episode 165 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined as
1: always by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? COVID-free, PCR negative, as of today, can go back to work, can go back to AC. I didn't need a PCR negative test to go back to AC.
0: However, when I saw you yesterday morning or whatever, (laughs) two mornings ago, (laughs) surely extremely infectious.
1: So you have COVID now.
0: Yes, from the 30 seconds we stood outside your house.
1: Yeah, outside entirely. (laughs) In the freezing cold, it's like 18 degrees. COVID loves the cold. That's what I heard. Uh, The other good thing, in that freezing cold, a transaction was made. Oh, that's true. I gave you something that you surely have no clue what is. It feels like a (laughs) t-shirt.
0: Would you like me to open my, my present?
1: I think we should do it.
0: Does the podcast listeners want this? Here, I'll give you the, like, whatever, ASMR, like, very...
1: No. Right. Sounds like Christmas.
0: Oh my god.
1: This is when doing a YouTube live reveal would really sell this much more.
0: This is pretty great. So it is an Atlantic City Hilton Casino Resort shirt that is seems extremely low quality, which is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Atlantic City Hilton. Smells very heavily of detergent, though. So.
1: I washed it when I got it. You washed it. Yeah, was I was like, say. eh, I'll wash this thing before I uh, <laughs> give this to Kyle. I don't know where this has been. Let
0: me tell you, for those of you who are buying the Do For t-shirts, they're a bit wrinkly by now because they've been sitting in my basement for many, many years. But So you should give it a wash, though, and I think it'll be good as new when you get it because I don't perform the service that Craig performs.
1: <laughs> so but what's yes, on it?
0: Thank you very much. Oh, it's got the, I don't know, some fish.
1: Is that not the dizzy dolphin?
0: It's not a dolphin, man. It's Uh, a fish.
1: Ah, that's less exciting. I had it in my head. It was the dizzy dolphin. I guess I didn't inspect it very closely.
0: I will. I will wear this in Atlantic City, though, for sure. Thank you.
1: So that that shirt had been on my eBay watch list forever. (laughs) I kept getting alerts, like, this thing has ended. Like, oh, I missed it. And then it would be like, this thing has been relisted. And then every time it got relisted, it would be like, the seller has sent you an offer. And I was like, that's way too much. So then I finally decided to just, like, lowball the hell out of them, and I immediately got a response, like, sold. I was like, okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's very nice. So this will go
0: in your long list of wonderful presents you've gotten me, like the double-sided Treasure Island and Mirage jacket. And, Except uh, I think
1: you'll actually wear an Atlantic City shirt. I actually do
0: wear the MGM t-shirt, because that shirt is fantastic.
1: I thought you bought that. I thought we saw that on eBay. Oh, did I buy it for myself? And you bought it for I yourself. See. I mean, it's an incredible shirt.
0: I sent you a couple Atlantic City shirts a while ago, but
1: I did throw one of them out because oh, it God. was like a belly shirt. It like <laughs> did not come down to my belt.
0: Sounds exactly like what I wanted.
1: It was a Harris Hoe Down, I think like nineteen ninety two. That uh-huh. one was the one that was too short. Then one of them is Bally's Grand. Yep. And it says something grand happened, I became a grand MVP. In like pink and green, like waves across the shirt, <laughs> like sparkly like a big wave across the shirt. The problem is it doesn't say Bally's Grand anywhere on it or even that it's from a casino, except on the back it has the Bally's Grand logo, which is sweet, except a lot of times when we're in, like, a zip-up hoodie. So, like, nobody can ever see the back with the Bally's Grand logo. And then the last one is a Bally's Park Place shirt that says, I came, I won, I'm celebrating. And it is black, except even black, it is so see-through that you can see like my chest hair and my nipples through it because it's so thin. So that one I can't really wear in public. I mean, I put like an undershirt under it, but then it looks weird. Uh, so I don't wear that one too much. The the best one is the MVP one, the, the Bally's grand just because Bally's grand. That's awesome. That's also was the former Atlantic city Hilton.
0: I love these like Gildan super heavy t-shirts or whatever. And by love, I mean, they're like the most generic things ever, but yeah. thank you very much.
1: I feel like that's what like every casino giveaway shirt yeah oh yeah no they're like
0: always like mega thick way too heavy yeah
1: my favorite was uh, a couple i don't know It was probably like six years ago at this point andy and i just kept winning over and over again the like resorts twitter giveaway shirts because like nobody else would do the retweet
0: and they were all like triple xl yeah
1: 3xl i think yeah so they'd send us like a bright orange hot summer fun resorts triple xl shirt it's good so andy's probably still has a stash of them i've gotten rid of all of mine
0: uh what happened in 1865 greg
1: so in looking up the 1865 I again stumbled upon information about the shipwreck that we talked about last time the Seagull with the uh, you know washed ashore full of water and no no crew or anything and it said 1865 but I think what happened is it washed ashore in 1865 it wrecked in 1864
0: Yeah no I think you're in the right then I to think so talk about it last episode
1: But this tiny New York Times section of from Atlantic City a very strange passage A number of farmhouses have recently been robbed by a gang of marauders supposed to be deserters from the Civil War. (laughs) On Saturday night, the people turned out and pursued the robbers when a fight ensued. Two of the robbers were killed, and their bodies were found clad in federal uniform. Their names are unknown. This gang of robbers have been living in caves in the neighborhood. I feel like it was just layers. You just peel one off, and there's just something else there. And it all comes together with caves Mm -hmm. and the neighborhood.
0: 1865 was a wild time in Atlantic City.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was the Wild Wild West, apparently. <laughs> the Wild Wild East. Before the Wild Wild West Casino. Indeed. I'm just picturing like Red Dead Redemption 2, which was way after 1865. It was like, I don't know, 1902 or something. Anyways, what happened in 1965?
0: I guess there's one important thing that happened, and that's that the road that everyone knows and loves, and I even periodically will take into or out of Atlantic City... Actually, that's not true. I always take it into or out of Atlantic City, though I often connect to it quite late. The Atlantic City Expressway was finished. And also on that page, you had it had all of the current tolls right now, just in case anyone was curious about them. But uh, I don't know. Is there too much more to say about that? It's nice. It's certainly faster than taking 40 in because the last, like, 10 miles from, like, Pleasanton to Atlantic City are
1: horrible on 40. It's Pleasantville. Pleasantville. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh, on thirty, slow. it's
0: it's a bit better, I think, from Ibzikin or, or. I ended
1: whatever. up going in and out on thirty last time. That's okay. It was not bad. Yeah, forty is just
0: just awful.
1: Coming from the Garden State Parkway, I also only take the expressway for a little bit.
0: Yeah, you get on even later. I get on at exit eleven, and you that's yeah. like oh, yeah, exit it's, seven. Yeah, I it's, think. It's, it's six or parkway.
1: seven. Yeah, it's very, very close. Uh, so that's it. I mean that's nice. Get roads. Nice. We've talked yeah, yeah. about railroads, yeah, yeah. railroads in the eighteen hundreds. Now we're in the nineteen hundreds. Get the expressway. I'm
0: not sure why it needs to be a toll road, but I'm also not sure why the turnpike needs to be a toll road, so whatever.
1: Hey, man. Taxes for everything in New Jersey. That's how the <laughs> state is run. Because
0: the soul-crushing property tax isn't enough. No. Although, it's the locals that pay the property tax. It's the out-of-towners that pay. That's not even true. I'm sure the locals pay the expressway fees, too. So Yeah, I
1: would guess the majority of people on the AC Expressway live in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, terrible. And all the workers... Or that I have to pay the ac express I mean, tolls
0: i take a toll road to work every day when i go into so i'm living that life as well <laughs> uh
1: what about a video that we oh, found
0: that you found i have to say it is absolutely fantastic unlike many of the other videos which i've highly recommended people not watch i think that this video which is just a kind of look at atlantic city in 1965 uh, with some like very cheesy corny music in the background it's it's definitely worth checking out a few thoughts one of them you noticed in the first two minutes or two seconds of video there is something called the glorified burlesque which i'm not sure what the world word glorified does there other than make it sound worse
1: i have to say there's something about 15 seconds in. it says 10 cent hot dogs which to me looks like it's around where peanut world is but i could be wrong
0: yeah it's hard to tell
1: and then, like three seconds later, there's it cuts to another place. Fifteen cent hot dogs.
0: Mm, you'd be a sucker to pay
1: if they're fifty percent bigger. Fine, I doubt it. What are what are hot dogs these days at Peanut World? They can't be that much. I want to say they were a dollar, but they're probably, probably they got to yeah, be more than probably. that. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's just great to see 1965. I mean, as much as we talked about how you know crappy 1964 was with the. Democratic National Convention. It looks Mm -hmm.
0: nice. There are a lot of people there. It looks nice. I'll say, like, one of the things that stood out to me is that people are dressed a lot more formally than you'd see now. But I don't think the clothing looks like that out of place, even by current standards. It's just that everyone's dressed way more formally than they would.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, khakis or slacks or whatever, that was just like- There's a
0: ton of slacks. Yeah. A lot of guys wearing, like, button-ups and slacks-
1: I mean, I think that was just, like, the dress. Like, you just didn't leave yeah. the house in a pair of And a lot in of women a, in are wearing dresses or whatever. Like, yeah, a lot of heels, stuff. which is surprising. A lot of heels, yeah. That doesn't seem like a good way to get around the boardwalk heels. No, no,
0: yeah. But, you know, also in the video, there was an awesome animatronic chef that I know is just, like, right up your alley. Not
1: just right up my alley. Steals Fudge, my favorite fudge place in Atlantic City. It could not be more, Craig. <laughs> Steals fudge, animatronics. The chef guy, creepy as all get out. Which is good. That's right up your alley, right? He's he's so disturbing. But I do like him.
0: Yes. A couple more thoughts, just quickly. You know, you see the normal, like, kind of rickshaw things. But there's also these, like, what appear to be, like, motorized rickshaws. And I saw them, and I'm like, what is this? This is outrageous. That's crazy. No, it's not. I didn't like it.
1: So those, I think, there was another YouTube video about motorized carts that came Mm -hmm. from the world's fair in new york city so i think that that's probably what those are i also don't like them one thing i noticed billboards very nice billboard for sunscreen not just like totally empty look like they're falling down off of the uh ocean or playground not ocean the playground pier billboards with actual stuff on them
0: yeah my favorite billboards are the ones that were, like, torn to shreds off of the showboat forever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. They finally took times. those down.
0: Last thought, also, it, it led me down a bit of a rabbit hole because walking by an arcade, there were giant signs for Pokerino with two oh. pair wins, and I'm like, what is this? And I had to look it up, and apparently it's like a skee-ball similar to a game where you roll five balls up a ramp, and they go into, like, a random hole, and each hole is marked with a card, basically ace of clubs or king of spades or whatever and if you make a hand i guess you'll get some tickets or whatever it is but apparently i found out that as of a couple years ago at least they still had a couple pokerino machines in ocean city maryland
1: oh man i thought you were gonna say in atlantic city and i was gonna say we have to go find them no ocean city maryland i'm very excited about this pokerino Mm uh yeah i I mean it's funny this a couple of t-shirt shops look like they have been completely unchanged since 1965 which maybe is true
0: Quite a few of the shops look very similar. I mean, now they're just like head shops or whatever,
1: but... They're much dustier now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's very interesting to see because it weirdly, you know, is 57 years later, but looks very familiar. Like, it still looks like Atlantic City, except that nothing's $0.10 cents or, you know, there's no 10 and $0.15 cent hot dogs. It's good. Glad That's I found good.
0: it. Yeah, no, it was good. It was definitely worth watching.
1: So... I'll link to that. What's going on with your uh, Atlantic City trip? Oh, boy. So I had COVID. Postponed Christmas. The kids, very unhappy. So we, as I said last episode, we rescheduled Christmas for our anniversary, which is when we would have gone to Atlantic City, Mm -hmm. when we were supposed to go stay at beautiful Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City. So the good thing is that I now get Friday comps all the way through February. Mm -hmm. The bad thing is... This has seemed to remove all urgency from my wife. Multiple times I had said, let's go. One of the last two weeks in January, I still get comps on Fridays. We'll we'll do Friday to Saturday. My mother-in-law had even said, like, backup weekend is totally fine. And I mentioned those dates. And then we got home from Makeup Christmas. And I was like, so we should talk about booking Atlantic City. Because, you know, that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. And she was like, what? In less than two weeks? Like, I was some crazy person. And so I don't know when it's happening. Apparently now there's some stipulations about how she wants the kids handled. What? I'm like, why are we creating a bunch of hurdles? Just take all previous plans, move them two weeks, move them two weeks, (laughs) and be done with it. I just kicked the crap out of my You
0: were really quite agitated about this.
1: I was very animated and doing a lot of hand motions, which are good for the podcast. Yes. And then I just whacked my mic. So it's Okay. It's salvaged.
0: If it makes you feel better, Craig, you could probably talk me into going to Atlantic City with you. Like, you know, not
1: MLK weekend. That's a little too soon, but
0: weekend of the 22nd.
1: So I have a random Friday off February 11th. Yeah, I can't. I don't
0: think I can do February 11th. Son of a... I'm actually going to Washington, D.C. that weekend, which is a weird thing for me to say, being in Laurel, But we've just booked a one-night trip down. Oh, that'll be fun dc with the family i need that's to see that more that's on the 12th but i'm not going to atlantic city on the 11th.
1: yeah i can literally see new york city from my apartment and we never bring the kids into new york city oh you should just terrible terrible parenting yeah i don't know yeah i think i think that's the way that that's my backup you know if i can't get it at home i'm gonna get it somewhere else that's right that's and you say. know <laughs> if nothing else i can be your backup <laughs> wife uh man okay so that's the update. Hopefully there's much better news next trip. I don't know. Maybe next episode I'm going to be talking about a trip I already went on. I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm mic-smashingly agitated. <laughs> the level I'm at. So uh one thing that might change in Atlantic City soon is talk of a permanent smoking ban. So that has been brought up again in the state legislature. It was brought up once before it failed, but it has been introduced to the state Senate. And there is expectation that... A companion bill will be brought to the Assembly. I'll link to an Eric Conklin article in the Press of Atlantic City. What do you think about a permanent smoking ban?
0: I feel surprisingly apathetic about it. I mean, it's fine, I guess, if that's what they want to do. There's pros and cons. I mean, I think it's good for public health, probably, but I don't know if it's good for Atlantic City. I'm sure it's actually quite bad for Atlantic City, so... Yeah, I would guess it's bad
1: for Atlantic City. The article that I'll link to interview some dealers who Yeah, it's certainly good good for dealers. No yeah. no question about it. I mean just from my own selfish standpoint, I don't smoke in the casino. But the twenty five percent thing to me is usually fairly effective. Like I don't walk around thinking like, oh everything smells like smoke and I'm engulfed in smoke, except for where all the full pay video poker is at Borgata. And then it's <laughs> just inescapable. <laughs> It's quite smoky. Um, And a couple of spots in in Bally's.
0: In Park Place, yeah. In Bally's Park Place, there's definitely some spots that are quite smoky.
1: But even Golden Nugget, which has really low ceilings, maybe it's just that nobody was there. But I didn't notice it too much. So I don't know. I don't know if this will get very far. The expectation is if it does pass that Murphy will sign it. But I would guess the casino lobby is going to come out and say, like, hey, we don't want this.
0: That would be my expectation as well.
1: So unless there's, like, overwhelming public demand, which it seems like it's pretty on the fence just from what I've seen in Facebook groups and and elsewhere. Like, people – there are certainly people who would very much like it and prefer no smoking. But then there are also a ton of gamblers who like to smoke and, you know, prefer not. But, like, I don't know. Horseshoe, you can't smoke. It has the, like, outdoor slot machines. Mm Mm-hmm. I never think about it. Like, I never think about it when I'm in the horseshoe that you can't, that it doesn't smell like smoke or anything. So. No,
0: I don't. I don't think about it either way. Like, like for me personally, I don't really care if people are smoking around me too much. I mean, if it's like extra smoky, I, even then I don't care that much. So I just don't care.
1: I am actually, I get to a point where when people are smoking around me, like if I'm walking behind somebody in the city who's smoking, I'm like, oh yeah, it smells like the casino. I know.
0: I, I feel that way a little bit too. Uh,
1: So I, so I obviously am not that bothered. The bigger news and the thing that's going to take us well over our 1010 10 p.m. over under for completing this episode is that the showboat water park broke ground yesterday, <laughs> January 12th.
0: Yes, with like random hired swimsuit models and a uh, ridiculous Bart Blatstein style, I guess. So, yeah, basically it sounds like the claim anyway is that they're actually going to build a water park at the showboat. And I think it's actually scheduled to open summer of 2023 or whatever, according to the uh, AP article by Wayne Perry. So is it going to happen? I guess this is my real question, because I am not convinced by this
1: groundbreaking. No, groundbreaking is very easy. It's very easy to have a press conference.
0: All right? Had to shell out a couple hundred bucks for like, you know, swimsuit models. But
1: yeah, uh, the claim is $100 million, 103,000 square feet. It will be called the island water park. Some of the renderings look to me like they would cost more than a hundred million dollars. Even I'm nervous even about, you know, even if they're into construction because we've seen ocean get halfway finished and then have to stop building. Certainly tons of stuff in Vegas, multiple hotels in Vegas got to that point. And so I'm always like, uh, I don't, I'm worried about things that I'm skeptical of the funding on (laughs) just not happening even if they get started. So. I am still in "I'll believe it when I see it" mode. I'm much more believing it than I was, you know, a week ago. I'm not. No, not even a little bit. I mean, okay, yes, certainly
0: the the odds of it opening up in my mind have gone up, you know, at least like ten times. But this is like ten times the smallest number that's ever existed, so it's really <laughs> still not not very significant.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say on a scale of of like zero of one to one hundred, I was at a one and now I'm at a 10. So like 10 yeah. times. I feel like you seem like you were at a point one. Yeah. And now I'm <laughs> at a one, maybe. That's that's about right. <laughs> okay. I think that's that's about right.
0: Regardless. So the really important piece of this news that I had to go investigate is I had to go back to our, our betting documents. And even if Bart Blatstein, every word he says is like straight from the mouth of God, and it's true, our bet is that is the water park going to be open by the end of 2022? And that's not even the plan. So
1: I Uh, should win this bet regardless. I have 353 days for that water park (laughs) to open. Bart Blatstein also said, this water park is going to crush it. And I think that's exactly how he said it, based on my reading of the Wayne Berry article. That was his one quote in the article. Uh, So I expect much crushing. There was a challenge in the Facebook group. Did you see this? No. We have been challenged. Mm -hmm. Pat G... Recent order of a two, two do t-shirts, proud owner yeah. of one of each color posted in the Facebook group. I really want this to happen to further diversify the city's tourism options. Anyone want to make a friendly wager? If it doesn't open by May 2024, I'll fund the lowest minimum pass line bet at Borgata craps plus three times odds. If it does open, you have to post a water slide or surfing selfie within 180 days of opening, or you must reciprocate his bet. So you've got to pay oh. his pass line bet plus three yeah. times odds.
0: I would definitely do that. That's totally fine. Also, I think it's the easiest pass line plus three times odds that I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, he said, surf or slide. No lame, lazy river pick. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I'll I'll get on a water slide,
0: 100%. I agree with him this would be fantastic for the city if it happened and so i hope it does but i just don't i don't think so
1: so there's some skepticism about whether or not it would be fantastic for the city i've seen in the facebook groups. why so why because Atlantic City is not a really family-friendly destination, and so th- you're opening this thing to change, around all, this, all these casinos. But would it actually draw people, or would people say, yeah, I'm just going to go to, like, Great Wolf Lodge and Kalahari and It'd certainly and be a lot
0: easier for me to convince my family to go to Atlantic City
1: if this existed. That's true. I think we're an odd demographic hmm. for Atlantic City. I don't think there's a lot of, like, parents of two I young think it kids. would be good.
0: I think there would be... To be clear, I don't think this would be super successful, which is part of the reason why I don't think it's going to happen. the The problem I think for families that go to Atlantic City now is that like they're trying to build something kind of for more upper class families or something and doing this, and I don't think it's going to like entice them necessarily to come in. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about like Philly and New York mm-hmm. as sort of the main markets, they already have options in the Poconos that are that are probably uh, almost as close. Right. And so you're trying to get people who want to go to the water park, but also, the you know, the parents want to gamble and stuff and go to a show. I mean, there's yeah, certainly more to do to me. That's pretty in Atlanta, much
0: Sydney. it, right? I think the odds that, like, normal parents with small kids and a bunch of disposable income, like, still aren't going to want to go to Atlantic City, even if this exists. And, like, the people that would think it's okay, a lot of them are going to be priced out by whatever this is going to cost.
1: Oh, that's an interesting point. I didn't even think about that.
0: That's, that's kind of how I would think think about it because it's not going to be cheap I'm, i'm sure especially looking at the renderings yeah i'd love to be wrong though i think it'd be good for the city if i was wrong
1: yeah i mean just based on what pricing out i did of tickets for pocono area water parks when we were talking about going to the pocono's uh president's day weekend it's crazy expensive and they sell out so it seems like it should make money just based on demand for these water parks but I don't know. We'll see. But it's
0: Atlantic City. It's got like a, you know, bad PR or whatever. Yeah.
1: Like Baltimore style. Like, oh, I can't go to an Oriolescape. It's too dangerous.
0: And that is a thing that real people say. Oh, absolutely. Which is ridiculous. And just like, I think it would be ridiculous people didn't go to Atlantic City because it was too dangerous. But it's what it is. To be clear, like this idea will never change if there's never any reason for these people to go to Atlantic City. So I I hope it happens.
1: It's true. Good points. Do you want to talk about Borgata's new president? (laughs) I sure don't. (laughs) Okay, I'll be very quick. So Travis Lunn has replaced Melanie Johnson as the president of the Borgata. Johnson came from MGM National Harbor in 2020. She is returning to MGM National Harbor. Lunn was the head of MGM's Southeast Group, where he ran Beau Rivage Resort and Casino in Biloxi and Gold Strike Casino Resort in Tunica. Uh, So new leadership at Borgata, I'm guessing it does not change a whole lot. What is changing at Borgata is that M Life is now MGM Resort, MGM Resorts, MGM Rewards. I'm gonna get that confused forever. You, I, I'm too used to saying MGM Resorts, and now I've got to add Rewards instead of Zorts. Words instead of Zorts. Title of the episode. Uh, what do you think? Do we care about this at all? <laughs> this was one of your one of your best. I thought so. so. That you had. I on thought
0: the... so. Incredible. So a couple thoughts first, like this had like the worst rollout I've ever seen of changes <laughs> in my life where like all of the negative changes came out several days before the positive yes. changes came out. 100%. So everyone was just like going crazy for a few days talking about how awful MGM was. And then they announced the positive changes as well. So basically like some of the negative changes are like the rate on non-gaming spending is going like way, way, way down. So for people who spend a lot of money and, on hotel rooms or in restaurants in the casino or whatever, you know, it's going down from what 25 to one to
1: four to one? Yeah. So, tier so, credits. So, you'll earn, yeah. yeah. Instead of earning 25 tier credits per dollar you spend, you're going to earn four tier credits. Mm-hmm. I don't think you even got tier credits for spend Apple it in the first place. Mm. So, I don't think it changed much there. <laughs> right. Uh, like you had to bring your receipt from Borgata to Vegas and be like, Hey, I spent this money at Borgata and then they'd give you credit, which is insane. And so I don't know, they're saying this is $4, four points per dollar system wide. So I don't know if now you're going to get that, that credit Borgata, but yeah, I mean from an Atlantic city standpoint, that doesn't change a whole lot probably, but yeah, from a, if you're a big Vegas spender Mm -hmm. of non gambling things, not great for you. If you're chasing tier.
0: And basically, it it also sounded like to me, like, things were a bit more ambiguous as to how exactly you're going to earn these tier credits while you're gambling. Is that your reading of it as well?
1: Well, the quote is, starting February 1st, 2022, earn tier credits playing slots, video poker, and video lottery terminals based on length of play, average bet, and game type. So basically, instead of just you know, whatever it was, $5 coin in is a, is a tier credit, Right. it's going to be like, oh, you're playing nine, six jacks are better. You're going to get a lot less.
0: That That's my reading of it too. Yes.
1: Which, you know, happens at Caesars already. It happens a lot of places. It's not quite as fluid as they make, as this makes it seem like it's going to be like, it's pretty much just, oh, this machine only earns 25 or you have to spend $25 to get a credit on this machine. You have to spend $50 to get a credit on this machine. Um So if you're playing... Like good video poker, you're earning very, very, very slowly. They make it sound like it's going to be even more granular (laughs) depending on what you're playing where it's going to, uh, you know, if the hold on a machine is higher, you're going to get more tier credits. If it's lower, you're going to get less. It's not just like, Oh, these, this bank of five machines earns very slowly. So that seems bad. Again, it only seems to affect you. I think if you're chasing tier and for, I don't care about tier credits because I'm never earning anything. I also think in Borgata
0: there aren't the most generous at giving uh,
1: comp dollars either. I tend, I feel like I always am surprised at how many comp dollars I earn at Borgata.
0: Well, I I think before they used to actually give comps quite generously at like their full pay video poker machines, but mm. I thought that changed in November or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and like my last trip, I definitely did not earn very many comps comparatively because I was right. playing a lot of nine six jacks or better. So. And you made a really good point that like all this negative stuff came up. And so for points people and, and gamblers, M life rewards was on everybody's lips for the wrong reasons. Right. And then they were just like, Oh, you, this thing you, you're talking about that you hate so much right now. Now it's called MGM rewards. At least use the right name. <laughs> it's like, why would you do that? Uh, and I think all of the changes
0: are quite bad for gamblers so so the one big positive change that ended up coming out a couple of days after the negative changes came out is that there if you're gold you don't have to pay resort fees anymore oh that's nice oh you, you did you not know that no oh yeah yeah so that's a like legitimately big deal i think especially if you're going to vegas right where it's extremely easy to get comp rooms in mgm properties and the resort fees were often quite exorbitant yeah, over so, 40
1: bucks a lot of places
0: if you're gonna go spend four or five nights in Vegas, you know you're saving two hundred bucks,
1: yeah, and for us these East coasters like we're not going mm-hmm. for a night, you know so and like f- so for Borgata again, the difference isn't that huge. the resort fee is like fifteen bucks at Borg, <laughs> you know it's like for one night, fifteen bucks, whatever, not a big deal, but yeah, if we're going and staying in uh Vegas for four nights that you're talking about two hundred bucks, like you said,
0: yeah, so that's kind of the big positive change that's happened, but I think like. On aggregate, their changes are, like, quite bad for people who gamble quite a bit or spend a lot of time and money at their properties, like, for the most part, if you add it all up. And it's, like, quite good for slackers like me, who, like, I stayed in a lot of Hyatt hotels last year, so I'm globalist or whatever, so I'll be able to match to gold, and then, like, I'll just not have to pay resort fees anymore. So I I think it's, like, they're rewarding the wrong people and punishing also the wrong people. So
1: Yeah, I still need to figure out how I can squeeze another year of gold out of this thing i don't know how i'm going to do that because i expire Mm. in february or something
0: well can't you usually match and then match back or are they in sync now so that's not really a possibility
1: i'm not sure other people know way way more about this than me but i know i need to get cracking on that very soon i think you can match your gold
0: now to hyatt and then match back Mm. in february
1: like caesars to wyndham and and wyndham back Uh which they as far as i can tell still have not closed that down no
0: well, I think they have both ended up extending status forever. So That's true. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Who knows?
1: Yeah, we, we're still on status that was earned. Many years old. <laughs> matched, yeah. yeah, in like 2019 or 2018 or something. So, Cool. Anything else about that?
0: No, nothing else. So anyway, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you could do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash two for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a slightly wrinkly shirt at two for a win dot com reach out to craig on twitter at do for win or me at kyle askin and send craig questions to do for win at gmail.com how's the email going craig
1: i still have one i need to read and they emailed again after the last episode (sighs) terrible yeah i own it
0: so anyway boardwalk empire we both actually watched it
1: we did it was a weird episode i feel like we keep saying nothing really happened i thought a lot of things happened that moved plots forward
0: go ahead explain
1: So Nucky, Lucky, and Meyer went to Florida, and as you remember, the uh, one guy who was setting up the deal killed the other investor. So the new investor happens to be uh, Joe Masseria's cousin. Lucky sees him and freaks out because Masseria doesn't know that Lucky's over here doing dealings without him. So Meyer cuts Lucky out of the deal because he doesn't need someone freaking out involved. Nucky ends up randomly sleeping with the waitress at the swampy bar. Indeed. Right, sleeping with is not an accurate term for what was <laughs> so going how, on there.
0: After, you know, they punch each other in the face. So.
1: Yes. Yeah. This is a strange scene. That's what happens in Florida. Yeah. The FBI agent, blonde guy, very, you know, by the book, except for getting that one dude killed, gets money from Eddie's safety deposit box for Nucky and Eli just to get in their good graces and mm-hmm. try to get in there with the group and take them down. And the other sort of random thing that didn't get much explanation is, like, Harrow came back, and now he's back with Tommy and back with his old girlfriend. So the girlfriend's dad has, uh what is it, cirrhosis? Yep. I thought for sure it was going to be TB. Nope. Another Red Dead Redemption 2 reference in the episode, the second one. Spoilers, massive spoilers. What did you think of the episode?
0: I didn't really like it that no? much. No? I thought it was good. Uh I don't know. I, I, I think there's, like... Like, the whole plotline with, like, Chalky White and the woman, like, I didn't yeah. really like. Too, too obvious. Much. Not worth mentioning. It was mentioning too obvious. Even, it thought. was, like, building up to it. Like, everyone knew it was going to happen. It happened. I feel like the plotline with Eli and the FBI agent, it, like, doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, why is Eli decided this guy's his best friend now and, like, telling him everything?
1: Like, it seems so against their nature right. to be that trusting of an outsider. So that was weird.
0: And, like, why is Eli, like, losing it? When he doesn't even know like what actually happened with his son, as far as we know, so right. Yeah. I don't know. It was I mean, it was fine,
1: but it wasn't my favorite. The uh the scene with the punching the waitress back and forth. Like the bartender punches <laughs> Nucky strange. first twice. Twice. I couldn't tell. I was like, this is definitely either ending in sex or Nucky's killing this lady.
0: Oh no, it's definitely gonna be sex the whole time. I thought it was though. like
1: seventy five twenty five and it ended up being the sex. We saw Margaret for like two seconds. We did see Margaret.
0: Yes, there was a Margaret sliding.
1: It seems to me like Margaret's just out
0: in Penn Station. Yes, beautiful Penn Station.
1: Like actually beautiful Penn Station in New York. I City. hear the new Penn Station is very nice. Uh, it's not called Penn Station. It's, it's yeah, called whatever. something Moynihan Hall yes, or whatever. The former post office. I haven't been in it. One thing he gives Margaret a present for Teddy, mm-hmm. and Margaret says, "It's not some creature, is it?" And he says, "I wouldn't put something alive in a box." And I audibly gasped because, you know, Margaret immediately thought of, <laughs> oh, and the guy she was going to run away yes. with, who got delivered in a box dead. Her man friend. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was, I thought a nice bit of writing on your part. <laughs> I have a question. Mm-hmm. The FBI agent, when Eli's mm-hmm. crying to the FBI agent over like some birds or something. Yep. He gives Eli a handkerchief, and Eli looks at the initials, but I don't know the FBI agent's name. I don't remember it. we talked. We don't remember any names. Are they different initials than he says his name is?
0: Uh, I have no idea. Maybe, because it seemed like Eli kind of knew something was up at that moment. Yes. But
1: But we are in the dark because they don't say the FBI agent's name enough. And I didn't want to Google it because I didn't want to get spoilers. No, I have no idea. So we'll find out probably next episode.
0: But... The one good thing that's happened is this does seem like, you know, Lucky says he's going to take care of this. It does seem like we're going to lead to what actually happens in history when I think Lucky ends up killing Maseria.
1: so. Oh, really? I think so. Spoilers.
0: Spoiler, spoilers from history when Lucky Luciano runs the biggest mob in the
1: country or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they really make Florida look awful. I don't
0: Isn't know what it? Florida
1: was like in 1920, but they make it seem like, you know gator gator fights gator fights the waitress loves it she does love it and you know now apparently she's like the point person on all the deals i'd see nothing bad that could come from this no surely so on to the next episode well
0: thank you guys very much for listening and we'll see when
1: craig goes to atlantic city next sad tears more tears than eli and nucky in this last episode i doubt it no,
0: All right, I'll see you in Atlantic City on the 21st.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I brought it up, I was like, we talked about this so many times. And so I, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Nothing. Yeah, and obviously, you know, she doesn't care about going as much as I do.
0: Just be like, I thought you cared about our anniversary. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I see no, no way that could backfire.